Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Manchester Football Social. Welcome to the Manchester Football Social. My name is Joe McGrath and it is Wednesday, it's six o'clock and we're here to talk football for an hour. You can sit back and relax or you can get involved and join us. 87711 on the text 0345 7625 is the number you need to call if you want to have a chat about Manchester United, about Manchester City, the transfer deadline day closing soon. We're going to be dissecting the games that happened last night. We're also going to be talking about uh, some comings and goings in the Premier League. One certain man with an afro could be leaving Old Trafford by the time we finish this show. And the gentleman who'll be with me for the next hour, your favourites and mine, we've got the wonderful representing the blue side of Manchester fan zone Danny Jackson hello Danny Oh yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Love this. this is gonna be a great hour. And obviously on the red side with the big smile on his face. Hello Steve Shaniaski. Uh, we're gonna get talking a lot more about the games last night. We've also got our transfer deadline day man. If anything happens, uh, Andy, the transfer deadline day man, will be telling us if, if any news breaks. Is that right, Andrew? That's right, Joe. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. We'll hey, be Andy. coming to you and your the countdown is on. See, that's a ticking clock. Okay, the countdown is on to the end of the transfer window. It's only happening tomorrow. Uh, so if any news comes and goes of the big clubs, we'll make sure Andy brings you the latest. Ha, <sighs> okay. Where to begin? Danny, Danny, Danny. Where to begin? Well, this I is... don't think we're angry, are we, uh, Steve? Just maybe disappointed. Manchester City. They've let the, me. They've let. They've let themselves down. But more importantly, they've let everyone who doesn't like Liverpool down. <laughs> which is everyone. <laughs> which is everyone. Other than Liverpool fans. And even half of Liverpool is Everton. So yeah. So mostly yeah. Yeah. We'll take it Come back. On. We'll take it back all the way to uh, last night. Manchester City were travelling up to Newcastle, St James's Park. The game, well, got off to a flying start for Manchester City. Goal inside the first minute. Just didn't seem to go City's way for the rest of the game, and the result ended in Newcastle 2, Manchester City 1. So, you've got a goal in the first minute, right? You're going to be a little, little 
you, your hair stand on end thinking this not is anymore, it this mate. is big we, time we scored 30 goals in January they're just normal these days so that, does that not indicate what's <laughs> happened there yeah. complacency yeah it does um, right let me have my little rant yeah, yeah you go I'll, mate I'll have my little rant um, I'm absolutely disappointed in, in not just the result last night but the, the performance last night um, it was just the most bizarre strange night of football from, from my perspective I think I've, I've, I've seen in, in a long time I mean we go 1-0 up after 24 seconds by five minutes in, Joe, I'm because I didn't go last night, and I, I was watching it on uh, on the telly. And five minutes into the game, I'm talking to my 11 year old little lad, saying, "I don't think we're going to win tonight." And he's like, "What? One nil up after five minutes? How can you say that?" It just something didn't seem right last night. And you know, I'd like to get City fans involved in this. Is it just me? You know, give us a give us a text eight double seven double one. You know what? Was what was weird? What's it? Something was so weird about last night. We lacked tempo. The passing was completely off. Um, we didn't look threat. I mean, we had a, had a few kind of half chances. You know, no, nothing too clear cut. I mean, you know, maybe at one nil we could have gone two two nil up, and that might have been a different story then. But it was a very weird performance. The only thing I can say really is that was it a performance that was full of complacency, potentially. I don't know. Um, you know, it, it was something, and, and maybe you, you think, well, okay, we're one nil up against Newcastle. We'd won the previous. Uh, I think Newcastle, from going behind, had, had lost twelve out of twelve games, mm -hmm. so they they've not got any form for coming back into it. You know, did the players think it had, it, it was over? You know, that would worry me if they did. Um, it was the first time this season we've got to see Fernandinho, Kevin De Bruyne, and David Silva in the in the in the starting lineup. My opinion, and again, it is just my opinion. I might get shot down, but I don't. I don't think Silver and, and De Bruyne play well together. Let me just tell you why though, Joe. Um, yeah. I think they both try to set the tempo of a game and I think they get in each other's way in doing it. And I just think, I don't I don't necessarily think they're the best combination in that position. Uh, even though, you know, David Silver for me is the greatest ever City player to, to put a shirt on and Kevin De Bruyne probably won't be far off when his time at City's done. Um, but it just wasn't happening last night and I, and I, and I felt gutted. I didn't even get texts afterwards off my blue mates because I think they were like me. They were all in hiding. I got it off my red mates. You've let us down. You're going to let them scousers win it now. It's all your fault. You know, and yeah. uh, just, you can probably tell by my tone. It. I'm very, very down in the dumps. Very disappointed. Will I say the title race is over? No, not quite. We've done it before. We've been eight points behind with six games to go when we won it the They're first time They're playing tonight, round. Leicester. Yeah. They've got I think West Ham next. Which they're not, they're clearly going to win, but the Leicester one is out of those two the only one that's possible. We're talking about Liverpool, by the way. Yeah. Um, but you would have thought that having um, De Bruyne back and Silva back playing would last night would have been the perfect game for it. Newcastle it, well, got terrible form. Yeah, and our record against them is, I think, 22 league games. We've not been beaten. We've won something like 18 and drew four, or won yeah. 19 and drew three. So our record against Newcastle, we are their bogey side, you know, completely and utterly. Yeah. But it was just a weird night, Steve. It was just one of them, was, you can't really put your finger on it. You tactics know, it, from Rafa? Was there anything in that? Yeah, well, we, we had Marley on last night. I uh, did the um, the City show last night and, and we had a Newcastle fan on who was talking about how, you know, the, the Newcastle will be solid, they'll be set up right, which Rafa always does. Mm. Um, but we, I don't even know if it was that. Yeah, I, just, so I, I don't know what, what it was. But something was uh, quite odd. I was at the Manchester United game last night and when um, everyone was vacating the stadium, you've got the announcer who's telling everyone the scores of the game. 
running through, starting with Everton, and the build-up is coming to the City game. No one quite knew what was going on, and when they announced that City got beat 2-1, first there was cheers from everyone. Secondly, everyone started to remember what that meant <laughs> for the running of the Premier League, which was that it gives Liverpool the advantage tonight if, if they win. And that is not going to be you know, the best result in the world if Liverpool win the Premier League. I think more and more that the games are coming, we might have to accept it, it could happen. But you can't say yet, and I think this is the first thing we have to say, is the title is not lost. No, is it? Right now. No, like I just no. said then, Joe, we, we, you know, the first time we won the Premier League, we were we were eight points behind you guys with six games to go. Who would have ever thought with six games to go we could close a gap of eight points on United, who's seasoned winners, and you know what I mean? So it can be done. The worry I've got is, the worry I've got is, the that's, I think that is now, is it 11 or 14 points that we've uh, dropped this season against teams that are outside the top, um, six. Okay. So we're kind of okay. the opposite to flat track bullies. We're, we're you know we're struggling against them teams we should be taking yeah. care of, but playing well and winning gate generally winning against the teams that um, you know are, high, are riding high in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, did it, I don't know if you saw yeah. any of the game or heard anything as well last night. Pep's body language was strange, and they picked up on it in commentary that he looked dejected. He looked straight from the off. He looked like he kind of just sat back and didn't look you know he looked angry he looked frustrated and this was at 1-0 up but I can kind of almost sense it because I think he was sensing what I did and a lot of City fans did that something wasn't right last night and it felt so I mean literally they had no chances they had no but then the first chance they get Salaman Rondon manages to scuff a ball he kicked into the floor bounced over Edison and, got, and goes in and then you knew that your luck was out yeah. and I'll be honest with you at that point I didn't fancy any, any points coming I'll tell you what I think it is about Pep and Pep's attitude and the way he is on the bench I think what is really getting him down at the minute is that he is such a perfectionist he's so, he wants to do the best job he can possibly do he's working with his players every detail of the club he is across and on the one thing he has no power on now is that Liverpool are in front Okay, he can do nothing except win. The idea that even if he won that game last night, he wouldn't still be at the top of the league. He wouldn't be getting any more points in Liverpool. Yes, he'd be keeping up that pressure, but I think yeah, he loved it. Would have been a point I'm behind th- him at that stage. I know. Though, that, I mean, is a, that is a big pressure. Then if he can't That's get his head round that, then he's, he's, he's in the wrong job because he, he should be thinking pressure, yeah. pressure, pressure. And he is every game. I think he likes. I think I don't think he likes the chase. No, I think he likes staying at the top. I, I completely off. Completely and utterly disagree. We had no chase. Yeah, the first no season, season he was the chaser, didn't work out. Second season, he was on top and he was batting yeah, everyone off, you, and it worked out very, very well yeah, for him. It, now in the first season, he's the chaser. We both and don't he's know. Up. We both don't know. Pep, we are basing it on two seasons. You know, you, we, both, we both don't know. That, well, no, this season's not over yet. You know, you're making he's in an the chasing position. Basically, by what you're saying is you're making it an is. assumption we're not going to win the league. I make an assumption he doesn't like the chase. I, I completely disagree. This I is a guy who is. You know, when was last four competitions were still in, Joe. We're still in four competitions, you know. So don't tell me this isn't a guy that knows how to win things from whatever situation that he's put up against. You know, he's, 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 he's this guy's a, a complete and utter winner. And I'd completely disagree with what you're saying. I, I think, I, I just think last night yeah. he felt like I did that something wasn't clicking with the side. Um, and I think it, you know, and I tell you what as well, something that you mentioned there about, you know, the, the, um, at Old Trafford, the results were red. 
and the United fans kind a of bittersweet. Yeah. It's bittersweet yeah. at the moment. But, but just, everyone's thinking the same thing. It's bittersweet. Yeah, it we want to see City lose. We want to see Liverpool lose. But they can't all lose. And I get now one of them's going to. I get now, league. Steve. I get now, Joe. Why you guys are <laughs> you know Liverpool and not are yeah. not your favourites? I get that now yeah, because okay. it's kind of like that with me. So I, I, what I was trying to work out last night, yeah. as random as this is, what hurts more is it City not winning the league or is by City not winning the league the chances are that Liverpool will win the league I don't really know which of them two scenarios hurts more what I mean by that is if it was Chelsea there now would I have felt as bad as I did last no, night listen my missus was fuming with me because I had gone my head had gone <laughs> it felt for went. some reason last night that the season title challenge, challenge was over then when I got a bit of a you know, real, you know a bit of normality dawned on me this mm. morning I thought you know what <clears throat> if I don't think it'll happen if Leicester could pull a draw out of it tonight if you boys can do the Scousers in yeah, a couple of weeks time and we can keep winning then then it's back in the mix again but as as of this point it does look unlikely but you cannot let games like that Slip, um, and that's why slip, I just think yeah. he, li- he doesn't like the chase. He likes it might be just a one-off. It might be just a one-off. Think about Bayern Munich. Some televo- television programme. Was, chase, he, Joe, was really? he on the chase? Yeah, not everyone dislikes I know. it. Think about Bayern Munich, though. He was always on top from the off when he was under Bayern Munich. Barcelona, whenever he wasn't on top, Mourinho got the better of him that season. He he wants to be on top always. Because I, I, you've got the same squad. Well, this is another point I want to bring in. This is your um, recruitment after title wins. Some City fans, uh, a City fan called City underscore Sean, um, said, right, in 2012, you won the league. Uh, in that season, uh, when you recruited after the Premier League win, your first one, you bought in Sinclair, uh, Rodwell and Garcia. Yeah, that was a ridiculous. 2014, ridiculous after you won the league uh, then, uh, you brought in Fernando, Mangala uh, and uh, Caballero. What this, a success Emery was. Yeah, and <laughs> this year, after you've just uh, won uh, the Premier League in absolute style, we by the Maris, way, Tenofa- yeah. Maris. Yeah. Yeah. So the recruitment of City yeah, is good a when you there. get the title. Yeah, there is, there is. However, with FFP, uh, I think it was we were more limited, without a doubt, this summer in terms of what we could spend. So I do think that played a part in it. Um, you know, you look at where we'd like to have strengthened. I think if you ask most City fans, we all felt that we would have brought a... And we tried, you know, Jorginho was all set for us up until the 11th hour and he went to Chelsea. So Jorginho would have been a great replacement long-term for Fernandinho, which, you know, Fernandinho missed... A, a number of games a season we and lost, that, and that, we lost you three of drop it, yeah you dropped yeah. a lot of points yeah and uh, yeah that that's the issue isn't it you just that, that that little spell there you everyone was lording you up last year you've had a couple of games where a couple of key players aren't playing and that's it you've just you've lost yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah we struggled however However, we're all talking here like we've not, we're not going to win the league. There is yeah, a chance think, we still can. Without a doubt. Back. It's 15 games yeah, It's 15 to go. games. It's not, I want to it's not over. Yeah, yeah. It's not the over, weird thing is, is, as much as you might feel that, you know, United fans have had their share of being able to go out of the poor side and when City get this loss, you really want to dig into them. But the main thing is here, if we dig into City for being rubbish, you've got to think the worst case scenario is Liverpool have their hands on the trophy come the end of May. And no one wants that in oh, this God, room. No. Not, not even Andrew. Hello, Andrew. How is the transfer deadline day going? Is anything happening? Absolutely nothing, I'm afraid, Joe. <laughs> okay, well, back to you soon, Get Andrew. Get your feelers out there, mate. Feelers, feelers, tonight, Andrew. Feelers Make out. some calls, Andrew. I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> in your bush. Get in your little... got his yellow tie on and everything. Isn't <laughs> this week? Get in your bush. Yeah, there was a guy who used to hang around in the bushes, didn't he? Yes, there was. Last uh, year we talked to him. You got off that chai, so You don't mean Andrew. the uh, Leeds manager, Bielsa, about that, do you? <laughs> All right, cheers, Andrew. No problem. <laughs> so, we're going to take a little break. We were going to get into Manchester United, but, we, I mean, Danny, are you... 
just, just kind of gave it you for a bit there. Sorry, because no, I'm sorry. United, United clawed it back. We nearly lost. No, 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 no. We're going to talk. We've got more time than that. Don't worry. We're going to go into a bit more detail about that. We also want to thank you for very much for listening. If you want to share the podcast, make sure you do so. Manchester Football Social, wherever you get your podcast from. Just a rundown of what's to come. We've obviously got Stephen Danny with me throughout the whole show and transfer Andy in the corner as well, letting you know of the comings and goings. Uh, from Manchester United and from Manchester City you never know we do have story and rumours to tell you about a very tall man with an afro who could be on his way out of Old Trafford I wonder who that might be uh, and we're also going to be because we were but we're going to push it back a bit talking about Manchester United's game against Burnley last night we've got a game for you gentlemen as well oh, which I think yes. you'll enjoy uh, and also team of the week a team that we want to celebrate this week just for simply being in the Greater Manchester region. All that and more coming up right after this. Excess Manchester. Manchester Football Social. Welcome back to the Manchester Football Social. My name is John McGrath and this is the Wednesday Club. We are joined by Steve Shanyaski and Danny Jackson in the studio. Gentlemen, how are you? Good. I feel a lot better after getting that off my chest. Please, can we now talk about the greatest team to grace the Premiership? Burnley. <laughs> <laughs> We've just talked about Manchester City, so if you want to listen back, make yeah. sure you do. Uh, on Excess Manchester, uh, you can search Manchester Football Social wherever you get your podcasts. We just talked about Manchester City, about their de- defeat to Newcastle. It wasn't all positive because it means Liverpool now can extend that lead at the top of the table. Tonight, in fact, if you're listening on a Wednesday, uh, but gentlemen, Burnley two, Manchester United two. Obviously, it was at Old Trafford. But the start, the, the numbers don't tell the story, do they? At all. So, like Rashford missed the sitter earlier on. Then Burnley score. Then Burnley score again in the 81st minute. We're two two nil down, and then I think it's the 87th minute. We get a we get a, a penalty. Pogba starts his run up three days before, gets it into the back of the net, and then he pulls it, he actually falls over trying to pull it out, I think. He pulls it out of the back, sticks it back in the centre spot. We go and bag another one in, in the last, in the dying minutes of the game. I mean, that is so soul-shy, it's unbelievable. That just, that for me is a great story, and it just feels like United can have, reproduce that fear that we could win any game at any point. Because everybody knows, I think, deep down, I'd be, I'd the, I know it's a ridiculous thing to say, and Solskjaer's been saying it today himself, but had we had another few minutes of that game, we probably would have won it. It's a ridiculous thing to say. You get a certain amount of time to, to win a game, but the tide had completely turned, and it was exciting for that reason. Two all, we couldn't win every game, but that's where we are, and it's, um, yeah... It was it was great while it lasted, winning every single game since Solskjaer turned up. But now you know we're we're back to reality, struggling against Burnley, but they fought back. And what what better what a better thing to do? Do you think then that keeps the momentum going? It does. To be, because to I mean, what I'm saying is, uh, you know, you've been winning. You know, there's a lot of hype, a lot of excitement. But the fact that yeah, you drew. But like you said there, you drew. But you, you fought back from 2-0. He's actually, key to me, would probably keep the momentum the going. Passion. Before we go on, Daddy, what do you make of it from an outsider looking in? Ollie is taking the job. A lot of thrown a little pressure, not at the start, but then the big games came for Tottenham and Arsenal. What, is, what do you make of it? For someone who isn't United or he's Ollie, he's our man, we love him. What's yeah, your thoughts? Um, 
Well, my, my opinion was, well, is, I think Oli came in. I mean, I, well, I said it last season, didn't I, Joe? I was even the season before, I don't know. Mourinho was never right for United oh. at all. So, so straight away, straight away, when you get rid of somebody that's such a bad, toxic influence yeah. on the club and bring someone in who is a club hero, straight away, the motivation levels of everybody concerned with United goes through the roof, the players, the the, the staff. So basically, what Ollie's done is, he's built on that, you know, and, and, and all right, I might underestimate him slightly because I'm listening, you know, to uh, watching United game and listening to the commentary, not last night, uh, one of the previous games, I think it was the Arsenal game, and they were commending Solskjaer and his tactics, tactics in yeah. terms of how he, how he played. But I think he's ridden it there and got the results he's got through motivation through the players wanting to play for him through him probably being that kind of guy he's a United legend he's put his arm around them he's motivated them they want to and, and to be fair they had a pretty straightforward run up until playing yeah. Tottenham the realism of the Tottenham game Joe I mean I watched the United uh, Newcastle game funny enough that you won 2-0 at St James's I thought you were terrible that night and I, and, and I came on the show afterwards and was like you're not that good then I watched yeah. the Tottenham game first half I thought you were really good second half I thought Tottenham could have been out of sight if he if they could finish <laughs> and then exactly and like then the that. Arsenal was game like was a game that I think if you played us in the same style you played against Arsenal obviously it's hard now I feel like it's a bit shallow this because we got beat off Newcastle last night but if you played a, a, you know the us that has been most of this season yeah. I think we would have tore you apart because I think you give too much possession to Arsenal and you you, you know obviously counter attacking wise you were unbelievable and you looked dangerous but I think you could have been three or four down before you had a chance to use the counter attack with a better side so and then last night that must have been a very, very different Burnley side to the one I saw at weekend because they were terrible mm -hmm. against us. So I'd say a two-all draw at home to Burnley with your momentum isn't a great result. But the fact you've come back from two down, with you know, it shows character, doesn't it? And like I say, I, th I don't I've, think it'll affect your momentum I've too been much saying just because you've done that. I've been saying it for two or three years that the passion, I've not seen United play with passion, and it's back, and it's such a big thing. Fan fans can get behind a team that play with passion even if they're losing. It's such an important thing, passion to a fan. And we've, we've finally reachieved that. Solskjaer's reignited the, the dressing room. Mourinho, I'm so sorry. I don't, he's so toxic. The attitude, the way he was digging his players out in public and all that. Nothing positive I can say about the guy at all. Good riddance. Can I Solskjaer's come in. And it's just, just a complete breath of fresh air. His attitude, his main thing, one of the first things he ever said in his press conference was no United team should ever, should ever, uh, run less than the opposition ever no and that and we were getting the statistics but we were the running the least of all Premier League teams or something mm. so he's yeah. completely changed motivation um, energy levels energy yeah. levels but tactically like, yeah it's weird as well like you even see United score like not last night the game at the weekend you see him score and um, uh, feeling uh, Carrick they're having a conflab straight away debating what to do mm. and with with uh, Jose he would just sit there scratching his face and no one would say a word the guy was like it was bad so anyone coming in could have could have had a positive but Solskjaer is the man he's definitely like he's re just reignited that chance that we could win at any point so again for you Danny as an outside looking in you, you mentioned you're quite vocal on the Mourinho being in, uh, in charge of Manchester United wasn't the right fit turned out to be right there do you have someone who you think would be the right fit is Ollie the right Allardyce fit no you don't uh, no you don't want salmon. United to be good <laughs> give it gigs until the <laughs> end you, of the season but, but you weren't <laughs> sure on, uh, on Jose and you were saying you want the right I fit I loved him I just didn't but think who is the right fit then alright who, um, who, who don't you want in, in, who is the right fit er uh, 
again, as hard as it is for me to say, I mean, United, you know, legacy has been built in, in recent times on attacking football. So you need a manager that wants to go forward, not think about, you know, you want to, you want a manager that to some degree, let them worry about us rather than us worry about them yeah, type yeah. of, type of mentality. Who there is, the problem you've got, Joe, globally, who is there? Who is the big enough to manage a club like United? Who is it that has that style? Who is it that could command the respect to the players? You know, it's, who knows the club? You know, who is it that will get the yeah. club and understand the fabric of the club? So I, I I think it's um, it's a tough one. You know, people are throwing Pochettino, but I think that's kind of lazy in a lot of respects because Pochettino Tino is of, almost the name that everybody's talked about. A, but a I, lot, I I don't know. A lot I don't of know. that Tuchel, Tuchel, a lot of that is uh, uh, Bushy Dortmund. Would you say he's a he's a potential good fit? I don't know. A lot of that is journalists. I'm having a no from Joe on journal that. <laughs> journalists are lazy, and I'm telling you now, if Solskjaer wins a bit of trophy some silverware and Don't gets us to top four. Steve. No, it is possible. You know what Don't get carried away, Steve. Setting up nice for a Sit down garbage. and shut up, Stephen. Turn him Darby down or FA turn him off. Final. One or the other. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, can I throw something in a question for you two guys then so if I was a United fan looking at last night yeah what would massively concern me would be the squad depth because you brought in a couple Ollie's tried to rotate a little bit there he's put Pereira in mm. he's put Matter in mm -hmm. and from all accounts they were atrocious last yes, night yes I do so, so if you're a United fan now thinking okay you know, if, if, I, if, we, if we do fan. sorry you, you two United fans <laughs> if you pick up a few injuries have you actually got the depth to sustain a run at the Champions League at, you know, top four at the FA Cup. I, you know, again, look, when I look at some of the, the you, you is, know, the, the, when you, you scratch underneath the surface, I think of United, I, I don't think there's that much there to, the thing is, to be scared like, of. The, yes, I know, but Pereira's supposed to be a talented player. He's come on and an absolute shocker. We can't predict that, can we? We're supposed to be getting him on thinking this guy's going to cover, cover a spot. He's going to be fine. On he goes, starts Passing it round to Burnley, yeah, have a bit, have a bit of that. <laughs> Sounds and, like Danilo. Yeah, <laughs> have a bit of that. I'm going to sit down on the grass while you run past me for a bit. Bang, yeah. one nil. Away we go. And you can't predict that. Sanchez signed this time last year. Great, ex good on the piano. Terrible on the pitch. Nothing. <laughs> <wrong. laughs> it's just, it's just, it's weird. It's just been a weird, weird. I just, I feel. Hopefully, we're out of it. <sighs> Do we need to sign someone? I kind of feel well, like we, I don't we could think do with be, signing anything someone. Anything won't be signed in this transfer window. There is a incredible amount of important games coming up in February. Oli tried to, like you say, do some rotation last night. Didn't seem to work too well. Pereira mm. is a young lad. People say he's a young lad. Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. He's nearly coming up to 100 professional starts as a football player. At the age of 24, you've got to make your mind up now. Is he going to be that midfielder that we all want him to be? Someone who's come through the academy, gone out on loan, come back to prove himself in Manchester United. And it doesn't look like he's there yet. You've got one matter who has been such a shining light since he was signed um, back when after Fergie left. He was that sort of hope, that kind of player who could pull the strings. He was played in sort of counter-attacking way yesterday he didn't look like he fit that click for Ollie. I've had a debate with Niall who works on the show if he was good or not one matter and I do not believe he was the quick pacey midfielder we need in that middle role he and was John yes Rudy Red said he was better than Silver he was yes he was to spread the ball quite wide onto the wingers but unfortunately the wingers Ashley Young who's still playing for Manchester United Crossing the ball 15 times yesterday. 
Two of them uh, were from a corner and were they did land in the box and were successful. Only one from open play managed to get onto a United head. 15 chances they're going to miss. When you've got someone like Lukaku in the box, he needs support. I think you've hit the nail on the head, Danny. There is not enough strong squad players who can pull United through every single Opportunity. What, about, what happened to Herrera? Season. Is he injured or something? Herrera was just having a bit of a rest at the weekend. Herrera was just having a bit of a rest, and this is what you mentioned about squad rotation. Yeah. You give Herrera a rest, you get a two-two draw against yeah. Burnley. You can't so, afford to yeah, keep you playing put Ka- the same team Ka- every week. You put Lukaku up at the front centre, which has been Rashford's position in the last few weeks. You put Rashford over to the right. Next thing you know, the whole thing starts to unravel again. You've got Pereira coming on, having a bit of a joke game and all that and it's just yes I get it but also he's moving players around on the pitch where really we all know Lukaku's a little bit second best at the moment like Rashford had a chance it's just unfortunate he had a chance and that two months ago would be what you get from Rashford missing an absolute sitter but don't really expect him at the moment he's playing great playing with a lot of confidence and he definitely overthought that that shot because it went flying so ra- wide, it was like, look out, Lounsman, here it comes, sort of thing. And can I throw something else into the mix with Paul Pogba? Mm-hmm. So, obviously, uh, he scored again last night. To be fair, his penalty drives me insane. However, he finished it lovely, didn't he? Yeah. You know, just yeah. floating I'm, it into I'm the top corner. Premier League goal scorer now. I think he's got no- his form has got nothing to do with Mourinho going and Solskjaer coming in. I think his form's gone to do with his hair. He has normal hair. Now, you remember early in the season, he was changing his hair, he was getting loads of stick for these random haircuts and didn't put performances in. He's now got a normal haircut, normal hair colour, and he's putting performances when in. He so turned, forget Solskjaer, when he, it's all about that. When hair. he turned up to that derby, was it last season with oh, blue hair? With blue I still feel a little bit hair. poorly from that, to be honest <laughs> with you. Yeah. Why blue as well? What? Is he giving us a message what? that day? Oh, you go, get away. Let's go for the transfer corner. Has anything happening in transfer corner? Uh, no, not okay. at the moment. Well, thank you very much, Andrew. Right, <laughs> we'll remain open uh, throughout the show if we can bring you any news. One news that Andy might be able to bring you by the end of the show is one involving a man called Marouane Fellaini. Oh, yes. One of the best. So, if if you were to believe... You could... <laughs> so, reports are saying that it's been cyber. Nothing has been absolutely confirmed, dead on or not. That allows me to say to you right now it's confirmed. Okay. But the rumours are so strong Hit that me. I agree a three-year deal uh, to go to, uh, for Marron Flames to go to China has been uh, signed. Obviously, Ooh. if you listen to the podcast, it might have already been signed. So, what we'll just do is we'll pretend it has been all done and we'll say... Steve Shenyaski, are you going to miss Marouane Fellaini? I'd say this, we're lucky he signed to China because if he signed to another Premier League team, you don't want to come up against that guy. He's one of the best, I tell you that. You stick him in in the middle of the pitch, start sending them long balls over. No one's going to predict what Fellaini is going to do. You want him? You want it, You want someone who can get you a penalty in your own box in the last 10 minutes when you're losing? He's your man, get him on there, get him on. He's had his hair caught, who cares? Goodbye, see you later. See you later, is that it? Um, the one interesting thing that I thought about the Fellaini rumours started yesterday before Manchester United's game is I can't lie, Danny, you, we could have done with Fellaini in the last 20 oh, minutes God, of that yeah. game. Yeah. And that's the yeah. weird thing. Yeah. When he's got the rumours that he might be leaving Old Trafford, you start to miss yeah. him already. Well, I said he joined. You remember yeah, we had yeah, this yeah. debate um, when there was rumours of him going earlier in the month. And I, if you remember, I said, I get that he's not fashionable. I get that I wouldn't want him in a City shirt. However... 
as an other option when you're chasing a game, he is an option, isn't he? You know how many how many knockdowns has he got in the last couple of minutes or goals has he got from yeah, a header yeah. in the last couple of minutes that saved your points or won your game? So yeah. you know, I understand you probably want rid of him if he's going to China. I guess you're going to get some half half decent money or you're going to get something for him. Um, but I think as another option, you know, there are worse players out there than Fellaini. I don't I, rate him, but for that type of scenario, and what just just dead quickly about City last night, what worried me was we didn't have that different option. You know, what we did, kept okay. doing was trying to play the same game to try and grind that result out. And with, with five minutes to go, we're still passing along yeah. the back rather than lump it. And we didn't have anybody tall or physical enough to put it in the box. And he gives you that. It does. He, and I he's just one think of those with Fellaini, he, even though he's useless. He's not the best at even that. So you could probably get probably better that does that. So maybe the money that we get from selling him to China... Uh, we can put into getting to get into another equally tall player <coughs> with uh, an afro. <laughs> <laughs> if there is any they can stand in the middle of the pitch, right? Knock it down. We gotta uh, leave you there for this uh, this short bit. We gotta take a little uh, three minute break. But I trust you, we absolutely wrapping it. But if you the luxury of listening on the podcast, we'll be right back in a minute of seconds. Uh, you can always get the podcast. Uh, just search Manchester Football Social wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, my name is Joe. I'm with Steve and Danny, and obviously uh, Transfer Andy. <laughs> Hello. Hey, everyone. Yeah, yeah, we'll still be out of the show. Anything happened? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> By the end of the show, we will have some transfers with you. I'm sure we'll be right back with Team of the Week after this. Excess Manchester. Manchester Football Social. Welcome back to the Manchester Football Social. My name is John McGrath and this is XS Manchester, the Wednesday club with you from six till seven every Wednesday. And I will always have with me two wonderful people in the studio. We've got Steve Shanyaski on the red side of Manchester, Ooh. following United. On the blue side, we've got Fan Zone Danny. Hello. Hi, uh, how are you doing, man? Uh, better. 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 Getting things off. Therapy. Test. Get it yeah. out there. Yeah. 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 Bit, of, bit of therapy indeed. We're going to speak to our team of the week soon whenever we get them on. Uh, we're going to try and give them a call now. Uh, I think we're trying to get through to Sam, who's going to be talking about what football team he plays for. Uh, we have also got over in the uh, corner transfer Andy. Any Anything happening in transfers? No. no. Okay. Thank you, Andrew. Uh, he'll always be with us out throughout <laughs> the whole show. Transfer Andy. Uh, team in a Week is on its way, where we're going to have a chat with someone who plays in a local team in Greater Manchester. We just love it, Steve. Yeah. We love to give back, don't we? Yeah, we do. Uh, you want to be Team of the Week, 87711. Find us on Twitter as well, MCR40Social. Just send us a little message. Come on, have a chat. A couple of minutes. Just me and the lovely people in the studio. Um, whilst we get Team of the Week lined up, because I can see that we're calling them, let's talk about Neymar. Oh, I hate that Neymar. I hate him. United fans rejoice. Neymar's out for 10 weeks, which means he will be missing Manchester United's clash in the Champions League uh, yeah. when they face Paris, uh, which isn't too far so away. So excited about that game. That one in Liverpool, I think the other way around, it's 16th and the 24th, I think they are. So excited about those two games. The... Interesting thing is, and people always pick on it, up on it every year, is this is the fifth successive season. Fifth successive season. Got to say that right, Danny. <laughs> that Neymar's been injured or suspended during this time period. Now, some okay. someone post, has realised yeah. that what he does during this time period, because he's offered quite a bit, the suspensions weren't just for a one game, they're for a couple of games, and the injuries weren't. Um, he goes back to Brazil, where he celebrates his sister's birthday. Okay. Okay. Happens to be... Every time he is off, or every time he's been suspended or injured, 
is at the time where his sister celebrates his ber- her birthday. And he's suspended she, anything, long enough. Do you enough think there's anything in it that every time he's got an eye on the clock going, I'm going to have to do something there? There's a conspiracy theory there, isn't he? I mean, at the end of the day, if that is right, that he's had that period off for five years. I mean, five years. I mean, Paris in January slash February is pretty cold. I've just checked it out. Rio de Janeiro, Joe, is 33 degrees as we speak. Slight cloud, but looks very nice. Quite humidity of 60%. So maybe he just wants to chill on the beach. He, for me, is one of the most overrated superstar players in the world don't I like him but he is a player stand him man. five star weak foot star, five star skills on FIFA mate you don't you don't get that easily yeah, <laughs> you I don't tell you what he takes a tumble easier than Salah in definitely apparently Neymar this is from uh, obviously producer Niall is genuinely injured and he puts genuinely injured this time um, we still reckon he just wants a bit of a drink how hard is it to fake an injury that you get past I re- the physios I could. do you reckon you could give me to the like, end of the oh, show I can get a sore throat he's gone you know how, how, can you get past the physios with stuff like that these days or a pulled groin aren't they tested too much put me in a tent don't they put me in oxygen tent you want to ask? That was Michael Jackson, wasn't it? Oh, right. Let's, yeah. let's go to Sam. Uh, Sam uh, is from Altrincham Hale FC. Sam, are you there? I am, yeah. Oh, hi, we've mate. got you, Lauren. Sam, Sam, hi, Sam. You, you are part of the feature that we call Team of the Week, where we just simply celebrate a team in Manchester. Uh, they can do whatever they want. They can play any age range, any level, and you're from Altrincham Hale FC. Is that correct? That's right, yeah. Yeah, Altrincham Hale. Tell us about Altrincham Hale, Sam. Um, so, Alton Hills um, started out, well, I've been at the club for about 10, 10 years now. Um, and since I've been at the club, uh, it started out as a Sunday league team. And then over the last four or five years, it's, well, to be honest, it's just massively taken off at the club. So, we've gone from one team to five. So, we've got three Saturday teams, a Sunday team and a, a ladies team as well. Um, we were in their third season. Um, and we managed to get a bit of success as well over the last few years. So, few promotions and trophies, things like that. What's behind the success then, Sam? Obviously, it's been a Sunday team. You're just doing it. Maybe you started off as for a laugh, but was it taking the game a bit more seriously or was it just the support you got? Yeah, to be honest, I think it's uh, we're, we're quite ambitious, really. So there is a handful of volunteers at the club who put a lot of time into it. Um, but we've kind of been quite brave as well with growing the club. So we started out with literally a team and then it kind of literally over the last four or five years, we've gone obviously up to five teams now. Um, we've managed to get some good sponsorship deals. So uh, with likes like Adidas, William Hill. Um, wow, wow. Well. Okay. <laughs> I was probably thinking like Georgie's Gary. Lots of money around there, so I, I, I'm guessing commercial deals <laughs> come quite easily. Around there. <laughs> well, the play, the, the play tech stuff's brilliant because it's like they have like these GPS pods um, where the lads were, so it gives you like loads of information at the end of the game, so you can like really, you've got stats and stuff for Track every it. game. Well, the first, yeah, the first team. Uses so what? If someone's been dead slow, they can't uh, like get away with it. I'd tie mine to a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Just set it off around the pitch, and then <laughs> off you go. I thought about doing a <laughs> Fitbit. Um, <laughs> Sam, do you play? Do you play? Yes, yeah, yeah. So I play for uh, well, the, one of the Saturday teams and the Sunday team as well. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, well, do you play so every week, Saturday and Sunday, or? Yeah, I do. Yeah, wow. Personally. Okay, so, a lot but it's just like a big commitment. It's, it's a big commitment, but it's it's 
it's great. It's you know, it's good. It's good being part of the team. Like at the end of each year as well, we go away, so we go on. Oh, a lovely! Like a bit of a and I've heard. Each year. I've heard we're invited this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, you we don't know where we're going until you literally find out at the airport. We'll book thing, somewhere. So it is, we'll book somewhere. It is good. What's, we'll your, what's you. your manager like? Is he all right? What's the gaffer like? Is he like yeah. Mourinho or is he like Solskjaer? <laughs> Grumpy um, or happy? Which one is Are it? you a blue or a red Sam, by the way? <laughs> Let him answer one question at a time. Oh, he's a <laughs> oh thank Four you. Sam, it's like an yeah. So what's the manager yeah. like? Is he grumpy or happy? You can say whatever you want, Sam, by the way. He'll... Yeah, uh, when he needs to be, he can be. When he needs to be, he'll be. You know, he will be strict, and he'll. Uh, there's been a few air dryer moments. But oh, no, has he got, good, has he he got he, a clipboard? Has he got a clipboard? <laughs> no, he hasn't actually. Not oh, an iPad. Come on, you've got money around there. It'd be an it's iPad, it. Steve. Oh, is it? Oh, <laughs> iPad Pro, actually, probably. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> like the old chip in for the raffle, the meat raffle every Friday. They meet up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if anyone wants to get involved, Sam, how can they? Can they just pop down or message you on Twitter? Yeah, so get in touch on, on Twitter or through the website, and that goes for the ladies' team as well. So we're obviously always looking for players. Um, people want to take it seriously and get involved and get in touch with us. And you, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great club. Are you planning a junior team, did you say, or are you thinking about it? So Tim, so Timpley Villa uh, are sort of like junior team now, like a bit of like a feeder club for Aldringham ah, right. Males. So Timpley Villa are like the youth. Every, everyone at Aldringham Males open age, so anyone over 16, basically. Um, so if you're you know, not bad at footy, and you want to get involved then yeah get in touch yeah do uh, thank you very much Sam for coming on cheers Sam awesome, cheers Sam, Sam. Cheers, bye that was Sam go and follow Ultragum Hale on Twitter and uh, have the most of it uh, let me have a look at some of these messages we get coming in um, we've got text messages just saying come on man City got to do it we can't have the Scousers <laughs> winning uh, players Manchester United have signed that were slash are worse than Marouane Fellaini since 2013 this is a message we got in Di Maria, Falcao, Schneidlin, Memphis, Rojo, Mkhitaryan, Damian, and Zaha. So they're the ones that have all left. You've got to think, and we've kept Marouane Fellaini. We're going to play a little game. Uh, the game is very simple. We're going to go, I'm going to call it the assist game. Uh, I've gone on to the wonderfulpremierleague.com site where we are looking at the assist for this season. I'm going to give you two names. You've got to tell me which one has had the most assists so far. It's very simple. Steve's eyeballing me. He's getting in game mode now. Look at him. Very competitive, Steve. We've got for you, Danny. We're okay. going to go for Sergio Aguero Ooh. or Leroy Sane. Uh, that is uh, Leroy Sane. I think it's about 11. Ah, died John with the gun. Nine. Nine. Okay. For you, Steve. Yes, baby. Marcus Rashford. Yeah. Or. The cleaner. Bernardo Silva. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Silver, I'm afraid. No, no faith. Marcus no Rashford. faith in the boy wonder. No, I'm not having this. <laughs> Look at his face. I'm not having this. 1 0 to Jacko. So I, just, I have to pick United. No. Every question, otherwise I get lynched by you lot. Only if it's right, Steve. Okay, Listen. Well, I didn't know it was right, did I? <laughs> Obviously. Danny. Sorry, Joe. That's all right. I, I just quite like that. Uh, Raheem Sterling. Yeah. Or Christian Eriksen. Raheem Sterling or Christian Eriksen. I know Raz has got a fair... Uh, I would actually go with Raheem Sterling. Eriksen. Uh, mm. God damn you! Uh, let's go to you again. Yeah. Aaron Ramsey. Or... You again. Paul Pogba. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. <laughs> 
Pox. I'm going to go for Pox because I'm not allowed to pick an opposition. I'm just going to say I've uh, psyched him out with that now. <laughs> you getting psyched out? I'm no, I'm going to I'm going to pick for Pogba because you know otherwise I'm going to get it. shouted at by these children men. You are correct, Steve. Yeah, so that'll do anyway. See, I'm teeing you up there. Stick a bit of that in your uh, pipe. Well, it's one more each. We're going to go with Benjamin Mendy or Mo Salah. Awful. Ooh. I know Mendy's got five. So I reckon Salah's got more. So I'm going to have to say Salah. No, you are correct. Who's got the most? Oh, yeah, Danny's clearly won. Uh, but no, he got one wrong. Hey, Look, no we're on even Stevens if I get this right, which is unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> is it Marcus Rashford or Sir? No, or Raheem Sterling? Uh, Rashford. No chance. Oh, Sterling's got like 12 or something. In at number one, who can tell me who's got the most assists in the Premier League this season? Um, Hazard. Uh, do you know what I was going to say, Hazard? In the Premier well, League, both, I think he's got 10. You're both no? correct. And no for an way. extra point, oh, you're Danny. because I said it. No, Danny Boy, you said 10, yeah. you get... Double points. Danny is winner. the winner. Winner, winner. It's not when you're doing a speech. It's W sign, W sign. Right, gentlemen, uh, let's quickly look to <laughs> the weekend. Leave on radio, it's illegal. Oh, no, actually, let's not look to the weekend. Let's quickly talk about Liverpool tonight. You mentioned before <sighs> what could happen to potentially give you a bit more of a boost. They're against Leicester. Kickoff is at 8 o'clock tonight. Come on, Leicester. I mean, you see. They're playing at Anfield. Anfield winning, don't you? Oh, my Anfield God. Anfield winning, Liverpool winning. Yeah, Van Dyke. they reckon Van Dyke's probably out which I'm not saying is the end of the world because it's Leicester. Jamie Vardy's been bigged up off Jurgen Klopp. Uh, I think it's just, you know, it's just in plain lips, pain lip service. There's a lot of attention on Salah. Tonight, he's going to get a yellow card for simulation. Guaranteed. Right. Telling you. Get your money on that then. Get your money. Uh, I, I think... What did you say? Salah's going to get a yellow card. get a yellow for simulation tonight, I'm telling you. <laughs> I don't think this game will necessarily be as easy for Liverpool as you might think uh, based on the fact the pressure's on again you know all these games now for Liverpool yeah, yeah, they've yeah. got pressure on however Leicester are not a great side um, I'd love to say they can go there and nick Better a draw I don't really think they're, they're good enough to do it um, I expect uh, Liverpool Better than to Newcastle you win. think well We've been beat off both, Steve, what so I can't you, say anything. What did you do last night? <laughs> what did you do? Tell me about it. <laughs> that was what all my mates, all my red mates said the same Did you not get the memo? Thing. Come on. Gents, um, let's let look down, next to... Oh, the, wow, you got a big game next. We got Leicester. We got Leicester. Danny, I'm talking to City. I know. Um, yeah, we United have got Leicester. You got, got Arsenal. Arsenal. Yeah, we've got yeah. Arsenal 4.30 on, uh, on Sunday at home. Um... Given the fact that we seem to be losing most of our points, like I said before, against teams that are not in the top six, I think um, we've got... I mean, Arsenal have no great shakes at the minute, are they? And defensively, they've got real problems. Apparently, they're... And in fact, yeah, transfer guru over there. Apparently, they, they, they're we're on the verge of signing Denis Suarez. Yeah, I think that is confirmed. On, on, we're on a loan deal. Beat you to it. Beat you to it, Give me that tie. Give me that tie. I woke him up. We woke him up. He's on Facebook there. What are you going to learn on Facebook? Listen, gents, thank you very much for coming on the show. It's been wonderful. Danny, enjoy City Square on Sunday. Who's going to be down? We don't know yet. It gets confirmed a little bit later in the week. But it'll be dead good. Come on, Leicester. Come on, Leicester. Come on, you fucking. Not Sunday, though. Before we get off, we've got to go to our. 
transfer corner the clock is ticking Andy have you got any transfer news actually yes we've got some massive unfortunately we've run out of time but thank you very much Andrew we've got to leave it there my name's been Joe McCarr this has been the Excess Manchester Uh, I'm sure you can go and follow out what the news might be Uh, Steve Shanyaski Danny Jackson Andy and myself say thank you very much for listening Jim is up next Judy was boring hello then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com it's my little escape now Judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy Judy The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.